cage. Lock yourself in. Despite the harsh conditions here in the concrete bunker, sweet ears, cage dwellers have warm hearts. Some of us were trained from an early age to live in a cage and so have a deep and abiding empathy and understanding for other caved creatures, large and small. We value freedom, though possibly in a slightly different form than that espoused by the supporters of Clive Palmer and Donnie Strumpf. Our hearts then were well warmed here last week at the news that the lions at Taronga Zoo had jumped their cage and gone for a walk. They already enjoyed 10 minutes of freedom and one of them got a taste of the tranquilizer dart before he could be locked back up. But we were hooping and hollering for their moment of freedom. The sight of uniformed scarfs scurrying for cover due to a level one alert tickled us pink. The book Almost Human is a heartwarming history of the Melbourne Zoo, filled with yarns about the deep and abiding friendship of the screws, I mean jailers or keepers, and uh, famous characters such as the cigarette-smoking Molly, the orangutan. She escaped a number of times to terrorise the residents of the inner Melbourne suburb of Parkville. Other stories in this 1930s bedtime storybook about Lizzie the Elephant, or the heartbreaking Jacko the Baboon, who chained to a pole, performed a daily ritual of hanging himself for the entertainment of the punters. They'd all be screaming, he's dead, he's dead, and he'd hang there for a while and then open one eye and climb back up the chain to the top of the pole. One day, sick of the farce, or possibly by accident, the hanging worked. His dead body swinging from its chain graced the front page of the Melbourne Herald. Of course, it was an era where we had endless fun with animals. We strapped monkeys dressed as jockeys to the back of greyhounds for a jokey day at the races. And of course, we raced everything from snails and cockroaches to penguins. I kid you not. We enjoyed cruelty to humans just as much, with freak shows a popular feature of the animal show right up until the 1940s. You have an incurable medical condition, come from an exotic location, or can you be goaded into snarling and frothing like an animal? You could be locked up and exhibited for the pleasure of the viewing public and the profit of your captors. Of course, we cannot resist walking the fine line of voyeurism and moral outrage. The haunting line, I am not an animal, I am a man, was made famous by Bowie in the Broadway play Elephant Man, subsequently a David Lynch film exploring the moral dilemma of saving a freak show exhibit just to introduce him to high society. A gritty Pygmalion, if you will. The recent psychodrama Nightmare Alley tells that story with an insider's twist. And so it is tempting, sweetie, is to use such ethical fables and high moral messages as absolving you and I from past sins. Unfortunately, the cruelty continues. Dwarf tossing was still a popular activity at Gold Coast nightclubs as recently as 2008. In 2016, a kangaroo that did not hop sufficiently high was stoned to death by the crowd at a Chinese zoo. Two years later, a pair of Florida men were charged with animal cruelty for dragging a shark, a live shark, at high speed behind their powerboat for the entertainment of their YouTube channel. 
Other popular videos of theirs, including pouring alcohol down the mouths of live fish to watch them writhe in agony. Good family entertainment, getting up close and personal with nature. So, who, I ask, could love the zoological gardens? A section of the population have never been inside a zoo, thanks to the moral outrage of their parents. Many zoo workers, though, see the modern zoo as a latter-day ark, assisting in the conservation of endangered species, preserving and rebuilding populations for potential release onto a rewilded planet. A sort of shortcut to a Jurassic Tassie tiger. But wait, there's more. The Taronga Western Plains Zoo has a cultural program working with local Indigenous knowledge holders to run programs teaching tourists about Australian culture in the context of the land. As a regular visitor to the cage, sweet ears, you'll know that I keep a close watch on that fine line between preserving and respecting culture and reducing it to a theme park for our entertainment. A similar moral dilemma to that raised by Elephant Man. Let's give the last word to the science fiction writers. Ray Bradbury's Martian Chronicles lands American pilgrims on Mars where they find themselves inmates of a lunatic asylum. Kurt Vonnegut goes straight for the alien zoo in Slaughterhouse-Five, run by aliens who excitedly wait for the first breeding of captive humans. The image of Earth Mother Montana Wildhack tearfully nursing Billy Pilgrim is a sobering reminder that any cruelty our species has inflicted on others could well be inflicted as soon as next week on you. I can hear the keys are jangling, so it's getting close to time to go. See if you can find your way down here, sweeties. Drop in and ogle us for a while. Who knows, I could convince El Brutus the screw to swap you in and I out. That might be fun. Think about it.